0: The Giant Thinkers Giant Thinkers podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm Ram Castillo, and in this podcast, I'm bringing to you top experts from various industries worldwide to learn from their success and to help us become better designers, creatives, and giant thinkers. Hello, Giants. Welcome to episode number 19. I'm Ram Castillo and I have the type of guest for you that must have had some DNA passed down from Clark Kent because this guy really lives life to the absolute fullest. He certainly utilizes all 24 hours of the day with unstoppable intentions. He is a health and fitness personality and is currently Australia's number one men's physique fitness model. He has his own supplement brand. And on top of that, he lives a double life working for the world's fastest growing software company, Salesforce. Some of the topics we talk about include the moment which transformed his life at 23 years of age, getting a supplement line up and running, the ups and downs documented in his ebook series titled Fat to Fitness Model, the interconnectedness of the mind, body, and spirit to enhance creative career performance and how to bounce out of bed in the morning. Now, before we dive into that, I want to mention a game changer in mobile photography. Our friends at Pro Camera are sponsors of this episode and their app will bring out the maximum potential with your Apple camera. As you know, I only advocate products that I personally recommend because I've used them myself. On top of that, to date, Pro Camera has had a 4.5 out of 5-star rating from over 800 reviews on the App Store. The New York Times says the high-end crowd swears by it, National Geographic chose it as one of 8 must-have travel apps, and Forbes selected it as one of the best iPhone camera apps in 2014. Lowlight Plus is my favorite feature. Uh, Because it captures photos in low light, which hasn't been possible in the past. I've personally had a ton of photos wasted because the lighting was terrible and this will save you a world of regret. So I encourage you to check it out. It's fast, simple, professional. And Pro Camera is pretty much like having a photo, video and editing studio with state of the art technology in your pocket. Head to giantthinkers.com slash procamera. It's priced at just under $5 USD with in-app purchases from $1 to $3. Over 800 people can't be wrong. And for the price of two coffees, it's a steal. Grab it at giantthinkers.com slash procamera. Alrighty, strap yourself in, get your protein shake. I present to you the king of abs, Mr. Ben Abstacker. Ben Abstacker, welcome to the Giant Thinkers podcast, mate. It's an honor to have you on the show.
1: Right back at you. I feel uh, amazingly privileged and humbled to be here. Um, actually tuned into a few of your podcasts, been watching them and going, wow, if I could ever get myself on one of these bad boys, I'd be making it. So very, very humbled and mate, grateful.
0: That's, that's really cool. And for the listeners out there, a bit of background. I was actually introduced to Ben last year by a mutual friend of ours named Sonny Loven who's a peak performance coach and the thing that struck me about Ben immediately when I first met him was how humble he was despite his achievements to date. Uh, So mate, thank you so much for making the time to chat with us here on the show. It's a real pleasure and I look forward to uh, getting down and dirty with the listeners. Awesome. All right. So first question here, mate, it's an icebreaker question that I ask all my guests. Your one is, in one word, describe your Photoshop ability. Terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up. Straight up. Haven't dabbled into it? (laughs) No. Not at (laughs) all. My design
1: skills, just so the listeners are woeful. (laughs) Um, Yeah, sorry, guys. I I can't really. I can lift weights and and tell you all about (laughs) nutrition, but get me on a. Sort of a design or a Photoshop thing, and I'll, I'll be hopeless. Leave it, leave it to the yeah. to the
0: other experts, hey? Leave it to the pros. That's like yourself. It. <laughs> Good, yeah. good. I uh, love the honesty. All right. So, where would you say your expertise lies? Uh, my expertise
1: lies in nutrition, training, uh, understanding the mind and body connection, and really peak performance, both in a mental and physical state. Um, I know how to get people into that. Uh, I love mentoring also. So.
0: And then self-development and then finally sales. So cool, a mate. real mixed bag there. Yeah. Love it. We'll talk more about all those little bits um, that you've uh, been oh, and able abs. To... So I don't know if, you, if, you, <laughs> and if the And the abs. Ever, I was going to say, yeah, so yeah, yeah. That, that's got to be up there. Um, now, mate, can you tell us a bit about your childhood and how you grew up?
1: Well, I'm originally a, a country boy. And for those that aren't Australian-based, I, I live out in central New South Wales where we do have kangaroos in my backyard and... Um, I grew up in a very small town with a population of 3,500. Um, so I was, it was rough and tough out there. Um, got up to all the country boy things like riding, riding motorbikes, chasing kangaroos, you know, catching lizards,
0: um, picking up brown snakes. Wow. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Very cool. So, um, with all of that, did you have any siblings that you would, you know, throw snakes at? Or Yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a, um, a
1: weapon of a sister, to say the least. She's oh, cool. uh, one of a kind, absolute, yeah, ball of energy. But was it... Older was it sister or younger? Younger. Younger yeah. sister. All right. So she gave uh, both myself and my parents a ton of hell uh, and grief. She was <laughs> batshit crazy, I think, is a good sure. word.
0: And your parents, what did, what did they do?
1: Uh, dad's a, a good entrepreneurial story. He owns car dealerships out there. Yep. So he started off washing the cars then selling them. and eventually made up enough capital to buy his first dealership. And from there he went on to buy his second and now he's got three out there. Very um, cool. So I'm very grateful for how hard my dad worked and I actually
0: watched him come from the bottom and, and go to where he is now. Nice. Very cool. So mate, uh, within a time span of about five years, You went from being overweight, um, close to around 30% body fat um, to being around 6% body fat. And if I may list some of your big wins, mate, um, they include 2013 male fitness model champion of Asia Pacific, 2013 model Australia champion. In 2014, at the Muscle Mania Australia, you won first place. Uh, men's physique and first place overall. Also, you've been awarded the first ever Australian men's physique pro uh, model pro card. And currently you're ranked uh, top 10 in the world in the pro division. Um, and that's, you know, on top of that, that that's, which is already a huge feat. You've also been in a ton of magazine covers uh publications all over the world and, and even spoken at many places around the world. So um, let's dive into your journey. What was the reason why you began your transformation
1: yeah well look uh they say every good story starts with a girl and um <laughs> yeah guess what mine does too so essentially the catalyst the driving force behind my intense passion to be fit and ripped and go help others um was all to do with a girl at a university bar one night i'd like you know we'd had a k- couple of quick chats had my eyes on her i was a bit of an aussie larrikin 30 percent Body fat, overweight, yeah, bit chubby. Had a few beers, walked over to her, summed up the courage, and I said, sort of, you know, would 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 would, muttering and stuttering like a you know an absolute mess. Would you like to go out on a date with me? And she's like looked point blank, deadpan in the eye, and said, I would never date a fat useless shit like you for real. And then bang, like I just started the the. The heart broke there in the spot. The head went down. I just was in shock almost to what I heard and, mm. yeah, and, and sort of stumbled outside the, the bar in the pub where I was at. And, How did you feel? Like, oh, I felt like a piece of shit. Like uh, yeah. it was probably the most um, brutal thing anyone could ever say to me. And look. How old were you? when,
0: when that uh, happened, I you was reckon?
1: 23. So okay. there, were, there was two ways I could have taken that. I could have taken that to heart and, and let that, you know, be the end of me. But I thought, well, look that's, I'm going to try and turn my worst day into my best day. So on that walk home, I walked past a news agency. I seen like a cover of men's health and fitness. I said, one day I'm going to be on one of those to to prove her wrong and, you know, to show her, um, (laughs) yeah, that that's not
0: true. No one's ever going to ever say that to me ever again. Yeah. I think um, you really hit a a really sensitive topic, but a very real one too. Yeah. um, For a lot of um, guys and girls out there who kind of just uh, associate their appearance in whatever yeah. form to, um, you know, lack of confidence, lack, yes. lack of self-belief, lack of yes. self-esteem. And I think, um, y- you know, for you to represent someone that has been in a position where you have felt quite low, um, it really is a mental thing, isn't it? It's a mental game because... Yeah, 100%. It, you know, the, that the fact that that had affected you to um sort of execute a change although a physical one at first surely there's a mental change that would be at the forefront of yeah. all
1: that yeah it was it was it started off a physical transformation and then i i realized that it became a mental one mm. so the you know the mindset is very important for myself um where the mind goes the body follows essentially so I quickly realised that. Um, that was only through training, though. Like pushing myself to the absolute limits and destroying myself in the gym. What the, was I then figuring out? Okay, if I can tell myself in my mind, I can do
0: this. I actually, mm. can do it. Yeah, and that's self belief. It's just got to be like relentless. Yeah, I, I absolutely respect that. Um, so you've mentioned to me uh, that your mission in life is to help over 10,000 people with Abstacker.com and motivate hundreds of thousands of uh, people with your story. And you've actually clocked over to 1,000 client transformations uh, globally now. Uh, what are the platforms you've created to be able to do this? To
1: yeah, help very, very blessed and humbled to have worked. Uh, with over so now we've successfully done a thousand transformations probably worked with around 1800 people in total on a one-to-one online coaching basis you know the 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 platform that's allowed me to do this is the internet because we've all got uh social media we're all accessible we've got skype we've got the email we've got google hangouts um and the digital resource like being a platform is people can download your ebooks and find out how exactly you did it they can enter in their details to to get me to customize a nutritional plan. I can then customize a training program. So anyone's available anywhere, anytime, and I can work with them. All
0: I need is a laptop and an internet connection. Yeah, so you've got, uh, as you mentioned, uh, online coaching consultations. You've got uh, personal eating plans that you write up for people, Um, nutritional guides, uh, training programs, workouts, and you've even – Got your own supplement line that's correct on top of um you know the ebook series yep. can you tell us about uh your your ebook series um, yeah well and or your yeah your ebook uh products the the
1: ebooks was a' it's a five uh five part series that took about two years to write uh, I'm not gonna lie it's it's pretty brutal um it goes through you know the ups and downs the whole roller coaster um from when that the the girl said that to me and how I got to where I was in those five years, what I went through, um, right through from nutrition, personal training, goal set, mindset, new supplementation, just everything. It's about 300 pages deep. What's the title of that particular series? That one's Fat to Fitness Model. Fat to Fitness Model. Love yeah. the name. It's
0: uh, <laughs> very cool.
1: Yeah. It, it's not definitely a sort of, it's not a fairy tale either. It's, it's, it's real. Uh, I didn't hold back in writing it. Um, and... You know, if you were to pick it up or download it, you you quickly realise that yeah, I'm not not really hiding anything either. Sure,
0: and um, that's uh, done quite well now, hasn't it? It's got yeah, quite a lot yeah. Of sales. So
1: the the sales have really been through word of mouth. But um yeah. typically, what happens is someone will read it, and then it, hopefully they're able to sort of transform their lives, and then a family or friend will ask, "Hey, what, what you know? What what have you been doing?" I can see a change in you and your mindset and your appearance and then on comes the referral and that's how the business has been built out successfully.
0: Nice. And you've even got a uh, 101 exercises. Um, book. Yeah, uh, I, at- I did a
1: uh, abs encyclopedia. Not, like no one's ever done it. Um, I'm you know, pretty renowned for my abs and my midsection. So I always get asked questions. So I went and I love inventing new abs exercises. That's, you know, people like going to clubs and bars and, popping bottles and stuff or driving fast cars. I'm one of those sick guys that loves to do new ab exercises. So <laughs> <laughs> every time I can figure one out, I'll be sitting there, you'll see me in the gym experimenting. So I thought why not put this all down uh in an ebook. So we put down 101 um and then explained, you know, basically how to get abs because in all honesty, everyone does have abs. It's just you got the uh garage door on, down on the Ferrari. So what I mean by that is the Ferrari's in there. It's way need to come out. You just need to lift up the body fat.
0: Awesome. And so uh, would you say that we should read your Fat to Fitness Model series first yeah. or your um, Encyclopedia of Abs 101 Exercises? We'll go to the, the the
1: Fat to Fitness Model book yeah. first. That's really going to give you um, a guide to to transforming both mentally and physically. Um, and essentially becoming the best version of yourself. So it, it's basically a how-to guide um, and you can just learn from all the, the mistakes I made yeah, and cool. what not to do um, and it's pretty
0: in-depth. Yeah, because I don't want to um, talk too much about that um, right now. Uh, for those listeners, uh, you know, definitely check that out online. Um, what I really wanted to talk about is um, also your supplement line. Yeah. how is How's getting a supplement line up and running?
1: Um uh, well, look it, it comes to that point where I was just referring people on to to other brands and proteins that I liked, but there's always sort of like five key areas that makes that would make a good protein, right the taste, the macros, uh the actual where it's made, you know how it dissolves in your stomach, and then basically the results is going to give you in a price point. But all of them seem to have like three or four. Of those boxes tick, but I'd never have a five-star rating on my opinion. So sure. basically uh, summed up the courage, flew over to New Zealand, sourced the best grass-fed whey from the uh, the biggest and baddest cows in New <laughs> Zealand. Uh, They're on the good grass and then shipped the container back over to Australia and then figured out how to put it all together.
0: And did you do this after you had built some yeah. credibility with yeah. your uh, brand?
1: Yeah, so it's basically just the... A product to um, as an accessory, right? Because once people get the ebook, they get the training program. You know, they get the abs encyclopedia. Then they look for the the first supplement, which is the protein. So, big believer in having the protein in the morning in a Nutribullet, um, to get the metabolic rate going um, and
0: set up your, you know, your metabolism for the day. Awesome. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, so, the Abstacker as a as a brand. Um, Did you find that um, it was a long process to kind of brainstorming the best market position for you, especially when there's so many fitness models out there Yeah, so many people into bodybuilding or just um, like many of the listeners, fitness enthusiasts? Yes. Like uh, Abstacko, that's, in my opinion, such a, you know, gold nugget that you've kind of found as yeah. A, as a name to own, but also as a as an emotional feeling as a brand. Yeah. Um, can you tell us about the sort of process in in coming up with that name and and everything yeah, around?
1: Yeah. Well, the um the the name was quite funny, right? I, I used to train down at uh, Bondi Beach at what we call the Heroes Gym, which is like the monkey bars that overlook North Bondi. And uh, I don't know if a few people probably will know this guy. His name is Ziz. Who left a a legacy in the bodybuilding and that sort of space? He was a social media sensation and really put bodybuilding and fitness modeling on the map. And I was down there doing some like hanging leg raises, and he sort of walked past me and double glanced and said, "Fuck, man, those abs are stacked. That's abs stacked." And then it was like, (laughs) "Is that the real story?" Wow. Then then from there, I was like ab stacker, and I made out who I was with. The name stuck, and from there, when I was on stage, like MCs and stuff, I would just write my nickname as Abstacker, and then I always be t- staying true to the name, so like got, got renowned for the Abstacker and the Ab name,
0: and love it. Went from there. Very cool. Yeah, it's definitely uh, uh, a name that you can't forget, and yeah, uh, and also I guess a name that you've uh, that you always have to kind of motivate you to live by yes. yourself. <laughs> yes, you'd
1: be surprised. Buy a dollar for every time someone goes. Hey, can you uh, lift up the shirt, lift champ? Lift up your shirt. Yeah. Oh, could we at least get a photo? Lift up the shirt. <laughs> so, got always be ready. Yeah,
0: I just got to be very careful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, um, mate. Uh, a lot of emerging and established designers and creatives that are listening uh, do understand and certainly appreciate the interconnectedness of the mind, the body, and the spirit, especially in relation to reaching a high level of career performance and creative execution. Um, let's start with the mind. What are some mindset hacks that have helped you reprogram a healthy way of thinking?
1: That's a, it's a really good thing. So look, I always begin, begin the day with gratitude. So being grateful I actually woke up, being grateful that I can breathe because uh, as I'm taking that breath, someone's taking their last. And if you could begin the, begin the day um, with that sort of mindset, it sets you up for you know whatever the challenge will be thrown at me, um, I can overcome. So in terms of mindset, I'll get up at probably about four fifty, four thirty, depending. Um, I'll have a cold shower. In that cold shower, that two minutes where I'm grasping for air and going, "Why the fuck did I put the cold on?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be saying, I do my affirmations then. So like, you know, I'm unstoppable. I think Tony I'm,
0: Robbins does yeah, that too. Yeah,
1: he? very similar sort of method, right? Yeah. And then uh, what I'll do is I jump out of the shower, i have a black coffee, i read my goals. And then my goals are usually saved as my iPhone like saver, the screensaver and uh, look at them. So I know exactly why the fuck I got out of bed, what I'm there to do. And then I'm a big believer, I'm an old school guy. I've got a journal. Uh, and I write down pretty much a plan out my day and what three things are going to attack that day. Mm. Uh,
0: and they're must, I, I will not go to bed if I've missed them. Yeah, that's very cool. I, um, uh, recently interviewed Chase Jarvis and he, um, mentioned to me off air just about, um, a similar thing about writing down, uh, the 10 things that, is going to be the best version of yourself that day. Yeah, that's cool. And I write that. Yeah, it's really, really cool. And sa- same with me. I have a journal, but I use a guided one called Five Minute Journal, which yeah. a lot of listeners uh, know about. Um, but similar thing. And you've got to really write it down, don't you? Yeah, when, of when it's on paper. Yeah, you're, you're almost making a promise to yourself. That's exactly right. Yeah, and a lot of people know that. Yeah, but you know, when I miss a day, or if I miss a day, I just feel a little bit. Off calibration,
1: yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, so. I agree. And the other thing I I do, and I find it super effective, is during public transport, um, particularly catching a bus to work, whether it's like seven or whatever time it is in the morning, I always have the earphones in. I've always got something positive, hmm. like a motivational YouTube clip playing in my ears. So I listen from you know ten to fifteen minutes, and when I walk in the office. I could run through walls. Nothing's really going to phase me, hmm. and that's that's how I begin my day. Um, and the main thing is just don't worry about what people think or say to you or do to you. Control
0: your mind and your environment. So be in control of your circle of influence. Yeah, love it, uh, mate. Let's dive into the body. What are some lifestyle changes? You can suggest for us. I'm sure you've got a ton. But uh, what are some things that have worked for you in the nutrition and training side of things? Cool. Like so the key, key
1: pillars. Key pillars would be um, always have a plan with your food. So I recommend if you can do your shopping on a Saturday or Sunday and put into your house the things that you should be eating and get rid of everything that you shouldn't be eating. And then, look, if you're hungry and snack, you're only going to be eating healthy food. That's the first thing, and then I reckon have a plan. So say, for example, you know you're going to eat uh, a healthy breakfast in the morning, and you know, plan that meal out. even when you're cooking your dinner, cook your lunch and your dinner for the next day. Like make it easy for yourself. You don't want to be caught out um, grabbing fast food or grabbing quick options, like, and plan your day around your eating too, so you know make it a priority. If you make your eating a priority, you're always going to be eating
0: healthy. Uh, I'm a big believer in that. Yeah, I like that. Um it just reminded me of a of a quote uh, that's uh to the effect of if you don't make a plan, you're yeah. planning to fail. Yeah, 100%. Um, so that's really cool. Yeah. Um in terms of the training side, what do yeah. you what do you think?
1: I think um just ha- have a, have a goal of trying to train first thing in the morning if you can. I know people are going to be pretty jammed for time, but look, we've all got 24 hours in a day. Um, I don't have any more time than you. You've got 45 minutes in the in the morning. That's not too much or half an hour. It's just get in there, get the blood flowing, go nuts for half an hour to 45 minutes. Hmm. You, to, you know, pick a, pick a muscle group or, or pick um, some apparatus or anything that you really enjoy doing and just go in there and smash yourself. Yeah,
0: so with the morning routine, yeah. um, I'm also uh, a fan of training in the morning as opposed yeah. to at the end of the day. Um, now, what is it, in your opinion, yeah. that people um, sort of struggle with um, that, that moment? Um, what is it about that moment when they've put their alarm clock on? Probably put three or four alarm clocks on, snooze them. It's the, you know, the sun hasn't probably come up yet. They know they should be going to the gym. They planned it the night before, they've written it down. Yeah. What has worked for you, in your opinion, that has just gotten you off the bed?
1: I do not listen to my brain. My brain says, (laughs) oh, this, this bed feels nice and warm. Or, yeah, just another half an hour. That'd be great for me. Or, that's a really cool dream. Let's go back to that. Like fuck that, put the feet on the floor and get up. And I put the alarm across the other side of the room and I've always got some outrageous motivational thing that will then wake up my girlfriend and gets pissed <laughs> off. So, Turn that fucking thing <laughs> off.
0: So then I have to get up, right? <laughs>
1: That's yeah. good. That's good. Don't
0: yeah. listen to your brain. I Don't, love that. Do not
1: listen to your brain because everything in your mind and brain is going to be saying, do not get out of
0: bed, do not get out of bed. Fuck you! I'm getting out of bed. Yeah, that's really good. I've done the uh, put the alarm clock across the room. Yeah, um, literally my phone is blasting on the other side of the room. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that uh has worked for me that I've tried, um, this is by a guy named Ramit Sethi, Mm. which a lot of uh, listeners I'm sure know as well. He said that the one thing that has worked for him was not only changing into your gear, Mm. your gym gear, but literally having all your stuff right next to your bed. Your shoes are there. I do that. Everything's yeah. there. You've put your shoes on. You're, I do it the night before. It's right there. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome.
1: I do that the night before. That's Very exactly good. right.
0: So yeah. a little little uh, uh, advice there for all those that. I have and and, and also the, the other same. thing
1: too, which we which we haven't touched upon, is get yourself a gym partner that's mm. got they, right. They're going to show up at six am or seven am or five am or whenever it is, and you don't really want to let your best mate down or friend down. Because only weak people do that. It's yeah. all—it's all cool to let yourself down, but if you start letting down people that are your friends, well, you're not really a good friend, are you? Yeah, accountability. Accountability. Yeah, I yeah, think that's—that's that's
0: actually a big thing of why uh, many people don't follow follow through. Um, which is why I'm a huge fan of um, getting mentors or getting yeah. coaching or um, you know having someone to kind of keep track that you've yep. got to report to. It's, it's yeah it's, it's <laughs> unreal you don't want to no you don't, don't want to let them down yeah absolutely not it's a powerful thing yeah. very good point um so when it comes to your spirituality how how do you center yourself um and find inner balance and you know stay grounded
1: yeah i, I think with that is um everyone's mind's a battlefield right and i don't care like how positive you are mm-hmm. you're going to th- go through shitty negative thoughts and You've just got to be really um, self-aware and stuff like Mm. that. what's going through your mind. Hang on a minute. Uh, That is negative. That's not me. Let's stop that right there and control it. Mm. And just almost that being grateful, that gratitude, humility is a big thing. Look, at the end of the day, we're all going to die and we're all going to have tombstones the same. No one's ever going to walk up to you and go, oh, shit, how much money was your bank account? Or how big was your house? Mm. Or what car did you drive? They're not really going to care about that, right? Yeah. They're going to care about, oh, what type of person was he? How did he make others feel? And how many people did he help? That's what they're going to care about.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's really cool. It just uh, remind me of of two things. One is uh, that's the the area of um, or the thought of not worrying too much about your reputation and focusing yeah. more on your character. Correct. Because your reputation is what other people yeah. think about you. That's exactly. Your right. character is who, who you are, um, and then the other thing um, was uh, that has helped me in my my dark darkest moments and down times w- was that um, the best thing to get you out of that is to help someone else. Yeah, um, because you're immediately taking the focus off you as you know the victim or being being you know someone that's down in the dumps, mm. and you're reigniting hope just by helping someone else um in whatever that might be, volunteering, charity, or just, you know, anyone that that you can lend a hand to.
1: Yeah, that's I couldn't agree with more. It's like giving is actual yeah that that that's that's where it's at right there. Giving do you, back.
0: Do you um you obviously are uh, quite an outdoorsy person. Do you do you feel that you're connected much with nature and the ocean or just, you know, just getting out and you know, sensing your your breath and just having quiet time to yourself? Do you do much of that?
1: Yeah, I, I do like to to be out there alone. Mm. Um, being, in the, you know, a country boy too, like out there in the stars, it's deadpan quiet. Mm. Um, it can really, like you can hear your own breath and you can really, okay, this is what it feels like to be alone and, and look up and see like five billion stars and realize, yeah, how ins- insignificant you really are, mm,
0: and you can probably—I mean, now that you're very much a city boy, you can probably get pockets of that just in the morning routine that you're, you're doing. Yeah. Um, just in the quietness of, uh, you know, not hearing the the craziness of the traffic or like because oh, you, know, cause you know. live a very <laughs> fast-paced lifestyle. Oh yeah, you? yeah, it's uh, pedal to the metal. Yeah, it's it's
1: yeah, one hundred percent on the whole time. Very cool.
0: All right, mate. So let's dive into um uh this other area of your life, which a lot of people probably don't know about. And it's um that your fitness career actually lives outside of the 50 to 60 hours a week you spend at your full time job. Yeah. Um can you tell us a bit about that? Well that, that that's probably been
1: raised actually because I got promoted and moved into a different capacity, but um so it's around six it's probably seven to eighty hours a week at the moment, but what I do is I work for salesforce.com, which is the world's most innovative company, um, world's fastest growing software company. I've uh, been here for over four years. It's been one hell of a ride. Wow. Um, the early stages of its penetration into the Australian market. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's really funding my dream because realistically, health, fitness and, and what I've done is expensive. Um, and you need to have some capital behind you to sort of set it all up.
0: Yeah, mate, that's a really good point because a lot of people only see you in the social media as probably, yeah, of you know, training bloody 12 hours a day or something yeah. or helping others or, yeah. you know, running your multiple, um, business and products and services out there, um, under the AbStacker umbrella.
1: Mm. but. They get the shock they, when they see me in the suit every day. So yeah,
0: exactly. And for those for those <laughs> listeners right now, Ben's uh, rocking a mean uh, blue, <laughs> bright blue suit, loving it. Um, with a with a uh handkerchief pocket thing, and mate, it's yeah. a totally different um gear and get yeah. up. Um, so I I can almost see the listeners asking, "How do you how do you kind of manage all that?" And and you know the high intense. You know environment that is the corporate world, especially in salesforce and meeting clients and mm. uh, you're an account executive here yeah. if I'm not mistaken and yeah. and um, it's a totally different world and for some that's their world that you're are that, yeah, owning and you're kind of knee deep and dominating that and fitness yeah well can you explain to us the uh the experience i mean the the journey that has been those I guess, the double life in a way.
1: Yeah, well, uh, essentially that that's what it's been. So um, I'm very conscious and diligent of um, when I wake up, I have my, my ritual, I get into that, then I train, then I put the suit on, then I become Mr. Salesforce. <laughs> and then that's all I talk about, that's what I think about. But given the emergence of social media, LinkedIn and so forth, people, all they do is Google search your name, oh shit, that's that stack a guy, hey, yeah the girls will giggle and so forth, and <laughs> you know, the topless picks and <laughs> right, right, but um yeah i th- i think I think the two w- really work well together, I think, mm. because um at, at salesforce i am very for- fortunate um they've got a massive philanthropy model of giving back, mm. which I really enjoy. Um. Also, they're a disruptor. They're innovative. So I'm around, you know, super driven entrepreneurial individuals in their own rights. I call them entrepreneurs or entrepreneur. Mm. So they're you know entrepreneur within Salesforce within the four walls, uh, and that's really what I what I see myself as is really breaking the mold of a, a rigid corporate structure uh, and the you know, the sales, the corporate handshakes and so forth, and really just adding your uh, happy Monday, Happy Tuesday, positive approach to sales, and and finding about the customer, and and really taking a different approach.
0: Yeah, that's a really interesting uh, perspective because, um, a lot of people with the sound of that almost seems a bit overwhelming. Whereas you've taken and embraced that situation, and yeah, rightfully so. I mean, you wouldn't have lasted four years in any company that didn't support your own philosophies and values. So I guess the company itself is a big deal. Yeah. Um, and I guess the takeaway for a lot of the listeners is, um, you know, finding what works for you from a cultural point of view um, like myself in terms of uh, the approach of working for companies um, in the design and marketing yeah. communications and advertising industries um, f- to do that and know that that's actually feeding your side projects and other passions but also you're learning a a ton Mm, yeah just by being around those people 100 those minds those giant thinkers themselves yeah um that's really really cool so it's like i think it circles back to find a company or an
1: organization that embraces you Mm. that that loves the weirdness or the uniqueness about you that embraces what you do outside of work because you know especially with sales people buy from people you know, we've all got solutions products and what what we're selling and so forth, but if you can add that different persona to it, then you know you're setting yourself apart
0: and how, how do they react like your your uh sort of superiors and your other colleagues uh, its to... a, it's, a, it's a mixed bag right <laughs> I' am not gonna lie there's
1: been um <laughs> there's there's been some some funny looks when I've you know said happy hump day or you know happy Monday people look at me goes what what is this?" guy on and <laughs> I haven't actually deviated from saying happy Monday for four years straight. So, um, I'm renowned for that and people either embrace it. They say it back to me or, you know, they'll sort of just smile and awkwardly walk away. But, um, <laughs> yeah, look, uh, all in all, the leadership team that, that I work with, I've, I've loved it. Like the crazy thing is I've helped my ex boss who was the, um, Head or a senior director of APAC recruitment actually get shredded. Um, and he did a photo shoot. So he was 40 years old. Wow. And I got him into the best shape of his life. And then, uh, yeah, nicknamed him the Incredible Hulse <laughs> rather than the Incredible Hulk. Um, and that stuck. So, yeah, it changed his life. Yeah. He's very grateful for it.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad that they, uh, <laughs> they've they been supportive of you and yeah. kind of, you know, um, uh, embraced uh, your uh, your brand and, and yeah. you know, the importance of health and fitness um, so I wanted to ask you if you could share to the listeners who are struggling to find their creative calling or those that are looking for greater purpose in their creative endeavors um, mm. you know what advice have you got for them when they're looking to kind of pursue what they yeah one hundred percent
1: yeah just ask yourself this question right what what is it, what is the one thing that I cannot go a day without thinking about? There's always one thing, right? Mm. Mine was like training and nutrition, or helping others. So I was like, "Well, that's what i will gonna do." And everyone's got that one thing that they always think about. Go do that. Go follow that. Mm. Doesn't doesn't really matter how stupid or strange it sounds. Um, yeah, go chase that because that that's where your passion and purpose lies.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you probably didn't even begin your no your uh, fitness um career no way yeah um being a cover model being oh. a speaker and all this no. till you, you were saying 23 yeah yeah and, i didn't even you know, wildest dreams
1: like uh <laughs> like if you asked me like at 16 or 18 or 22 like whatever would i ever been a fitness model i would have laughed in your face <laughs> and so would have everyone else who heard it. i would have laughed in your face too um, but once, once you get into a dream, it sort of takes its shape. Mm. And the one thing I did was I never, ever said no to an opportunity that was well out of my depth. Mm. I sort of followed the mentality of fuck it, I'll find a way and I'll make a way. Cause mm. I I, for public speaking, right. i got, they, they go, um, for a company that sponsor me, they said, oh, can you fly to LA and speak in front of 5,000 people? My biggest was like five hundred. Said, "Yeah, yeah, I can do that for sure."
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nervous laugh. <laughs> yeah, say go yes first. Yeah, say yes first. Figure it out later. Get uncomfortable. If if mm. you're not uncomfortable every day, then comfort zones are fucking danger zones. Mm. And you got to do something that scares you at least once a day.
0: So you mentioned, um, you know, say yes, um, and you know that alludes to you know trying new things and. Yeah. You know, getting out there experimenting, researching, whatnot, um, for those listeners out there that feel that they still don't have enough of the clues mm. to inform their decision or inform their um, their sort of feelings towards what you said if uh, whatever you can't go a day without thinking about um, do that thing. What if they haven't stumbled across it yet? Yeah, that's you know, a really good point. Is, do you, you know, when you found your passion, mm. um, did you have particular, uh, people or a person that you you looked up to or how were you even exposed to that world? Um, I think
1: if it was, to be honest, probably circles back to the young kid watching like John Claude Van Damme movies and Arnold Schwarzenegger movies and going oh, I could be cool to be that Short. real life action hero and I think that's where it sort of sunk in at an early age mm. and then subconsciously yeah even. subconsciously yeah. and I didn't realize it till you know sort of 2 to 3 to 4 years training in the gym I am like I want to be on the the mm. covers or do exactly what these guys are doing
0: yeah that's a good point you know digging deeper and going re- yeah. revisiting your childhood potentially you know yeah. everything that was fun back then is, yeah, that's is likely exactly, to yeah. still be fun now. That's exactly right. And that's, that's sort of how I've, uh, I've felt about it. Awesome. So mate, a question I ask most of my guests, if you could travel back in time for 30 seconds, which yeah. is a good opportunity for you as, as you were kind of alluding to, if you could speak to your junior self, um, speaking to junior Ben, perhaps the youngster finishing high school, what would you tell him? Get your ass to the gym, <laughs> <laughs> go, get, hurry
1: up and go to the gym, start training. Um, don't worry too much about education. Go off and start a business. Um, you know, I went to Sydney University. I studied a, uh, really hard at school, got like a, a high UAI. I thought that was the be all end all. Went off to Sydney University, worked off again. But quickly realized that that piece of paper is not really that much in a world where… What was the course that you… I did a university… Uh, Bachelor of uh, Economics and Social Science and I did honors in people and performance.
0: Wow. Um, Did not know that. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
1: So, but looking back at it, I've learned a shit ton more starting a business. Mm. So I don't know what that business is for you. You've got the internet.
0: It's open 24 hours a day. Get out there and start something. Yeah. And similar to, uh, you know, a lot of the, uh, things that, as we know and we both admire, Gary Vaynerchuk who yeah. speaks a lot about that. Uh, you know, rather than spending money on the eighty to one hundred twenty thousand on the debt that you yeah. likely um, accumulate, um, spend that on on starting a business. And even if it doesn't do as well as you planned, you would still exactly what you said, learn more from that experience. One hundred percent. Yeah, learn so more, like so much, unreal. So, mate, uh, who has been an impactful giant thinker in your life? that person who has inspired you to think bigger and dig deeper in helping you reach your full potential? Um, I'd
1: probably say that a number one guy would be Greg Plitt. So he's the the world's or was, sorry, Greg, Greg's passed away for those that don't know. But yeah, he was the undisputed world number one fitness model. He had you know, around 250 covers to his name. Uh, he had an online... Um, Subscription line business where the videos he'd upload content each week to help his members, and I think he was pulling in just over two million for that. Um, and this guy was just a machine, like a real life action hero.
0: Yeah. So he, um you actually met him. Yeah. Didn't you?
1: Yeah. And I actually said to him, I was talking, you know, we we hung out in the apartment a fair bit, and we just fi- finished a day of speaking, and Greg. You know, he got paid 20 grand to be there and I got paid, I think it was one. Um, so it was a bit of a difference. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought, oh, I'm hanging out with my idol. So we, you know, we cracked a beer. We're sitting on the balcony and I started telling him about, you know, my website. I want to help 10,000 people. And he goes, just hold on a second there. 10,000 people, you're fucking kidding me, right? Lift your game. That's nothing. And it was the first time that everyone challenged me on that mm. that number. Um, he goes, man, you got to be better than
0: that. Yeah. You actually, um, uh, you know, really, uh, uh, kind of got my heartstrings going recently. You posted yeah. a picture of Greg, what's his last name, by the way, Plitt? Instance, Greg Plitt. Yeah. He, um, yeah. And I didn't know he was the guy that you sort of always, uh, aspired to that yeah. and, and, I hadn't um, actually known much about him. I've seen his videos, but I didn't know that was him. I've seen yeah. a ton of his YouTube videos. yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I encourage everyone to check out uh, Ben Abstacker's Instagram and find that post with Greg. There's a photo of him and Greg there. Um, and you just described him as this hugely energetic
1: oh, I've guy. never seen anyone who like, he, he would have a, a frequency that would walk into a room and the go off the rick with positive energy and then (laughs) when he walked into room he commanded a presence and he spoke with conviction and he challenged people and he wasn't scared to do it and call people out the other thing too was like he was the most generous guy i've ever seen so to the point of like when we're about to go out for dinner uh, one of the the reception girls helped him um change something in his room so then he took the time to find out who her manager was and called her up and I mean, for a good half an hour he you know, gave this girl a recommendation and just the, just the small things like that yeah. where he was, I think he spoke for like six hours on one of the days and he was cooked like mentally and physically drained but he still stayed there for another three signing and answering questions hmm. so no one was left in the auditorium. Hmm. Um, and Love that. Yeah. He wasn't going to pack it in until everyone had met him.
0: Very cool. Um, I'll be sure to check more of him out um, and, and uh, encourage listeners to do the same. Uh, so what's next for you, mate, and, and everything you're involved in for this year and beyond? Um, I'm actually going to jump back on stage this year.
1: So nice. we're going back for a world title um, in November at the Muscle Mania in Las Vegas. Very cool. So jumping on in, in the pro class this time in the physique category. And I'll also uh, step into the fitness model. The thing two would be um want to 10x the Abstacker brand. So mm. pretty much 10X the amount of people I help. It's first thing. 10X the the profit or the the revenue and sales. And then introduce like three to four new products. So really gonna really go after it this year with that. And then just just with a corporate gig, excel, get promoted, um, and hopefully inspire a lot more people. So that that that's me. And then just in the personal life um i have really good relationships um uh, and love my partner and keep that going
0: very cool mate they are uh, very uh, admirable goals and uh and something that uh you know i can't wait to see unfold for yeah you know, that's just uh going to take it to a whole other level which uh is only going to help all of us uh, try and uh, sort of follow in uh, yeah. your footsteps you're <laughs> definitely going to step it up <laughs> unreal so how can listeners get in touch with you online um you can check me out on instagram at uh
1: just at Abstacker and also I've got a Facebook page, Abstacker also. And then you can check out my website, www.abstacker.com. Cool. And hit me up there. Feel free to ping me a message, comment, whatever. Um, Any tips or tricks or anything you want to know, look, um, I'll I'll respond to you guys. Um, Thanks for listening. I really, really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, very cool. I'll put the links up on the giantthinkers.com post when this goes up. Um, And, uh, yeah, I can attest to uh, Ben's uh, social media presence as well. He definitely responds back to everyone and and, uh, treats everyone um, with the amount of – time that they've spent, you know, um, investing uh, themselves into it as well. So Ben, thank you so much for spending your precious time with us on the Giant Thinkers podcast. You're truly an inspiration. I love your story and I look forward to hearing more about the lives you're transforming in the years to come.
1: Thank you so much, Ram. That was an absolute honor and privilege and love the the questions and the
0: talk track that we did and phenomenal stuff, man. Keep killing it. Very proud of you. Cheers, Ben. Thanks. Wonderful Giants, a massive thank you for tuning in to another episode. It brings me so much joy to know that the inspiring stories and advice of the guests are adding value to your own design and creative endeavors. Definitely head on over to Ben's Instagram, say hello and hit him up with some hearts. I'm sure he'd really appreciate that. If you know a friend, family member or colleague that would be inspired by Ben's story of determination and transformation, please share this podcast with them. It's very special and rewarding to watch the Giant Thinkers community grow with like-minded people. Please also make sure that you're signed up at giantthinkers.com mentor uh, for updates on my next book, How to Get a Mentor as a Designer Guaranteed. If you've ever had a conversation about how great it would be to have a mentor, but you just don't know where to begin, then this book is for you. There's no launch date set as yet but it will be this year. Now, our next guest is the founder and CEO of one of Australia's most exciting and impactful coaching academies specializing in NLP, which stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming. He has dedicated his life to improving and evolving the lives of others through business, performance, spiritual, and personal coaching. Make sure you tune in to that one very soon. That's a wrap guys. Thank you again for spending time with me on this podcast. I'll leave you with the motto that Ben lives by. He says, stay healthy and humble. Be kinder than expected. Deliver more than is needed. Shatter your limits and help others.